ain't working That's the way you do it Money for nothing and your chicks for free Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on Atlanta's own AM920. You're listening to Go Gaddis Radio. Without further ado, I want to introduce our expert advisors from Northwest Exterminating. We've got Rob Bounds, who is a wildlife branch manager, and I assume that is a preserving wildlife branch manager and as, as if it comes to bees. And then we've also got Alex Newton, who is an inspection specialist, actually does lots of termite inspections for us. They're both with Northwest Exterminating, which as our, they're not a sponsor of the show, but they are our preferred um, exterminating and pest control company. So let's jump into this. Rob, welcome, first of all. First time you've ever been on. Thank you for being here. That was great to be here. Alex, second time for you. Second time. I'm a returning champion. You're, you're, you're an expert at this thing now. So let's talk about good bees and bad bees. Now, I'm going to give you two examples of bees, the ones that I've had the most problems with in my life, and I want you to tell me if they're good or bad. Fair enough? That works. We'll play a little game. Rob, you agree as well? Sure. First one is yellow jackets. Those are bad. So as a teenager, I was operating a bobcat front end loader in the front yard of a property in Norcross, and I smartly dug across the top, no, excuse me, uh, dumbly dug across the top of a yellow jacket's nest. And those things came out of there like a bunch of jet fighters in the Air Force. They stung the crap off of me. I was taking my clothes off as I ran across the front yard. (laughs) because they were in my clothes they were causing problems they were nasty so yellow jackets bad bee we need to do what we need to do to get rid of those even if we have to kill them i'll tell you i was running shirtless yesterday from uh, yellow jackets because of a yellow jacket yeah they're very aggressive um and there's two two types uh you know we got in ground and then you can find them in structures as well like they'll get up they'll get up and build a nest in the wall they will. Oh, that's pretty cool. These came out of the ground, and uh, that is something that will stick with me for the rest of my rest of my life. Okay, next one. I, I have some of these around my house, and I worked on a consulting project at a big apartment community that was called the Retreat on Roswell Road. And for those who are listening, you'll remember it was right there on Roswell Road, just south of 285, where the Prado was, and that. All of those buildings, and there were like seven or eight of them, they were all cedar. When I say every square inch of every single thing on the outside of those buildings was cedar, I ain't exaggerating. I think the window panes were cedar. Like everything was cedar. (laughs) The roof shingles were not cedar. It was cedar everywhere. And this time of year, we would go to show tenants property, show tenants an apartment that they could rent. It sounded like a helicopter was trying to lift the building up off the ground. There was so many carpenter bees. So, carpenter bees, good or bad? It's a bad bee. What about you, Rob? They make a mess. Yeah. They make a mess. Now, will carpenter bees sting you? They will not. They won't. They're very non-aggressive. One thing about them, too, is they lay their eggs inside their wall in the holes they make, and then the problem you have is the woodpeckers come trying to find the eggs and going after the larvae they have in the wall. So then you have a problem with woodpeckers on top of the bees. I have had some woodpeckers that have notoriously pecked 
the fascia board at the top of my house near my master bedroom. So I'll bet you that's exactly what's happening. Again, I've never felt threatened by a carpenter bee, but I certainly don't like them. And man, they will flat do some damage to a deck or something like that where they can get up under those handrails and just go after it. So now let's talk about honeybees. I love honey. I've got a daughter. She likes to put honey in everything. And I would assume some of the reasons that like honeybees need to be taken care of and others is because they're good for the environment in some way. Is that correct? Yes, they're great pollinators. Uh, we wouldn't have most of the food we have without them. Really? So we're going to talk specifically about honeybees, yellow jackets, and hornets. Do all of those, be- I'm just going to call them all bees. What what are those called? Are they all called types of bees or they're called yes. flying insects or right. flying things mm-hmm. with stingers? What's the technical term? <laughs> Pretty much, just bees. Bees. Okay, so why should, if I have honeybees anywhere near my house, why should I have them removed? Why not just spray them and kill the colony or destroy them? One of the main reasons is if you're not going to kill them by spraying them, you're going to kill the ones on the outside of the hive, but the queen is in there laying about 1,500 eggs a day, and she's going to be five feet away from that hole, and you're you're not going to do anything but maybe slow them down just a little bit. Okay. And if you do kill them off, the other pests that move in there, you've probably got about 80 pounds. We removed one just today, actually. We removed about 80 pounds of hive and honey and larva. So it's basically like leaving a dead animal in your... Now, is that from the ground you're talking about? Uh, well, this, like the one we did today, we were in a dining room and cut through the ceiling. The oh, room. it was in the house. I'm so sorry. You probably said that, and I missed that piece. 80 no. pounds worth of insects and honey in the walls of a dining room? Right. Honey, larva, wax. Uh, yeah. So if you leave all that up there, it's basically like leaving a big dead animal up there, and you have a host of other pests that move in on top of it to take care of it. So in other words, they want to come and feed on the honey. So you have got right. a have you got the you got the highway right. of all insects getting in there to feed on the honey. Right. I've seen some pretty nasty ones that have died off, and the other pests move in. And it's it's even worse then once those move in. Because it all is organic material, so it would if it started to d- deteriorate, it would smell like a dying human, wouldn't it? Right, all the larvae in there basically will smell like a dead animal when it yeah. dies off. Yeah, wow, 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 wow. Hey, Alex, you go and do regular inspections for termites. How often do you find other problems that then we can bring in the wildlife division uh, to take care of for consumers? Oh, you know, in the the suburbs of Atlanta, all the time. Okay. So all around this area, I'd say probably once or twice a day, I'm out at a house for a wildlife issue, whether it's bees, you know, or a mammal, something like that. Okay. Interesting. I just, you know, I don't know why, because I think most people who know me would not consider me a very green or environmentally friendly person, although I love my backyard, but I love the thought of doing good by our environment, not not doing poorly. I always try to use treatments, for example, for my termites that, that are less destructive to the environment than more constructive. So how can we tell the difference in honeybees and yellow jackets and hornets? Now, I know hornets, I think, are brown. Is that right? Oh, no, they're not. That's a wasp. In the ground or brown? Oh, brown. Yeah, Yeah, I said brown. Yep. Yeah. Wasps are more brown, but uh, if they're in your house, one way you can tell is uh, if they're up high and you can't really get a good good visual of them yep the way they dart in and out if it's darting in and out very quickly it's normally a yellow jacket but if you look up and you see a lot of hovering around outside the hole that's normally going to be your honeybee got it got it and how about like a hornet can you tell the difference do they look the same as a honeybee 
No, the, nope. the one that looks the same as a honeybee is going to be your mason bee, which is more of a solitary bee that lives, uh, you know, one here, one there in a hole. But your yellow jackets and hornets, uh, you know, normally the hive is going to look a lot different than what they're, you know, making up there. And the in, hornets are going to have a paper nest. In terms of size, is it honeybee, then mason bee, then yellow jacket, then hornet? Hornets are the biggest? Yes. Okay, definitely. cool. Not that, not European that, hornets. Not that, oh, wait a minute, don't get fancy on me. Don't give me no European <laughs> hornets. Those with an accent, do they speak in French? Is that how you? <laughs> uh, they're, they're big, nasty looking, but they aren't too aggressive. I got it. I got it. And so I would suggest that anybody who has issues with bees, that they want to have somebody look into it, my guess is you'll go out and take a look at their situation. I don't know if there's any charge for a consultation, but I would encourage someone to reach out to Northwest Exterminating if they have problems with bees. How would somebody reach specifically your division, Rob? Uh, they can call any of the any of the numbers for Northwest and get a hold of and ask the wildlife division and let them know what their what their problem is and you know we'll send the appropriate person out to take a look at it. Perfect. So call any of the branch offices all over Metro Atlanta. Alex, is there a, a particular phone number that would be best for them to call if they wanted to reach you? Yeah, yeah. So my my number and the office over in Peachtree Corners is four seven zero two seven three six eight five five, and that will direct you to anywhere you need to go. Perfect. How about a website? Websites, callnorthwest.com. Perfect, callnorthwest.com. And you guys are the company that has the cute little mice all over the billboards in Metro Atlanta, right? We are. Whoever came up with that idea is kind of like the Chick-fil-A cow. Uh, Very popular, always gets my attention. Okay, real quickly, we've got about a minute and 40 seconds left in the segment. What is the life cycle of carpenter bees? How long do they live? Ooh, see, that's a great question. Carpenter bees live for about three years. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So they hibernate? They do, and they're hibernating in your cedar. Yeah, they go bed. up in the wood and stay there over the winter, and then come out. So when did when are they out? Uh, you're going to see them in this area. You're going to see them early spring, early summer. You'll see them throughout the summer. I know I have some on my house in in the heat of August. Um, those are the lingering few. It just gets too hot for them. Um, yeah. But and then yeah. once it's too hot, they hibernate again. Yep, they go they go back in their holes, they lay their larvae. Fall's really the time when they're gonna be kind of overwintering. Really hibernate. Like a bear would hibernate, going in and going to sleep. Okay, real quickly. So when someone is selling a home in Georgia, they get what's called a termite letter. Uh, they don't always get them. They should. We recommend they do. Uh, or what's called a Georgia wood infestation report, if I believe that is correct. My question for you is would that type of inspection that's for termites and other pests, would it cover carpenter bees if a home had carpenter bees? That is a great question. Um, fortunately, in Georgia, we do not list carpenter bees on the wood infestation inspection report. Okay. Um, there are states like Tennessee that do. Okay. Uh, but here in Georgia, you don't have to worry about it. But you can always ask for, you know, for us to look at it. And see if you do have carpenter bees. So if somebody had you come out, they could do really for any inspection. I assume if somebody had pests and they didn't know what they were, they could call you to come out. You'd figure out whatever the pest was. And if they said, hey, I think I've got some bees that are boring holes in the wood, you could look at that. And I assume that's something you could treat as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. The uh, I, I can look for anything going on at your house and usually we can get treatment done within the same week. So if somebody wants to reach you, Alex, or you, Rob, whether they want to protect what it is that they want removed from their home or they don't want to protect, somebody can go to callnorthwest.com. Is that correct? Callnorthwest.com. Alex, which office are you out of? What's that phone number? 407-242-5500. 
I'm out of the Peachtree Corners office, um, and our phone number is 470-273-6855. And you can call that for any area you're in, and we will direct you to where you need to be. Thank you very much, both of you, for being here. I'll invite you back soon. In our next segment, are sellers coming back down to earth with pricing? And if you have medical collections, how can a FICO 9 or a new FICO score, how can that help you get credit? We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.